Pick and Roll, page 196. Those green bathers match your eyes, I say. How are your ankles holding up? Maybe you'd like me to give them a massage. The full moon spills a dappled reflection on the water. Stars twinkle, knowing what's to come. She laughs at my jokes and I definitely remove my glasses before taking her in my arms. I look down into her eyes as our lips draw close. Bug, she says. I part my lips, move closer, hold my breath, hoping it's minty fresh, waiting for the moment when her lips meet mine. Slam. I smash my nose on the mirror. I definitely need more practice. Bug? Mum's standing in the doorway behind me. Did you hurt yourself? I spring away from the mirror when my lips and nose have left a smudge. I'm fine, it's nothing. Who are you talking to? No one, nothing, just singing a song. I start singing. Nothing but now, nothing but true. She's still frowning at me. That's not one of those songs from the musical, is it? I try to remember the songs Nana hums when she dances the demented duck. Nah, they're more traditional, you know. I break into a song. La, 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 the boyfriend. You better learn those lyrics, bug. Yeah. Mum looks at me and frowns. Why are you in your bathers? Call it a dress rehearsal. And things are not looking good. My bodies are short enough to double as hot pants. And they make my legs look like tree snakes on a hunger strike. Summer will be calling animal rescue if she sees me in these. I shrug. Just felt like it. Maybe I'll go for a swim later. She looks at me with knowing eyes. Have you thought about the party yet, I ask her. She sighs. Yes, I have. Temple Stowe is quite a long way away and I'm at work all day. Dad can take me. No, I don't know. With the inquest dragging on and on, he seems so stressed. I know what she means. Daddy's popping bubble wrap daily. But this is summer's party. It's on Saturday. He'll have all day to rest and then the drive will do him good. She looks at me standing there in my board shorts. I do a catwalk pirouette with my best model power when, she, when she's thinking and it makes her laugh. Oh, all right, all right. If you're going to go, you'll need to go shopping for some new shorts. I stoop down to give her a hug. You're the best. She smiles at me. You know, Bug, but don't be, don't be intimidated by the girls. They're just as unsure as you. I stare at the mirror and see what Summer would see. Glasses on a long, narrow face. Body too lean and rackish. I wish I could look like everyone else. Mum bristles. Your body's perfectly normal. Mum, come on, look at me. The prospect of a party with everyone's bodies on show is making me wish more than ever that I was normal. I think you're fabulous. No offence, Mum, but it's not your opinion that could make or break my life right now. And it's pretty obvious that girls like Summer are not into freak faces. Thanks, Mum, but I wish I'm not sure. I should say this not now and not to Mum. But the feeling rises in my chest and is desperate to come out. I wish I didn't have Marfin. There, I've said it. I hope it doesn't stress Mum to hear it, but it's true. I do wish I didn't have it. Or if I did have to have it, that I could choose to lock it away in a cupboard for special occasions. Like a pool party. 
Mum looks shocked, and then I turn, then turns all kind eyes. But for once, it doesn't make me angry. She hugs me around my waist. I get it, but I love you just how you are, bug. It's as good as it feels to hear her say that. Mums are supposed to love you, no matter what. Other people have a choice. Because who's going to choose me? So what's the occasion for the party, Dad asks. He crawls along in the left lane, letting Hoon zoom in front of him. Just a gathering, I say, jiggling one leg. Teen bonding, Doof adds from the back seat. Crap, don't mention the teen. Our friends, we're just like a team, I say desperately. Summer wants to show off her dad's big house, Jimmy says, looking out the window. Hmm, Dad, I say, we want to get there before midnight. You want me to speed? Just a bit. Dad's foot makes a new friend of the accelerator, and we leave the same old streets of Fairfield and head up the hill to Templestowe, where the blocks are bigger and the houses are new. I'm liking it already. Summer's dad's place is one of those new old houses, all cream and clean with pillars marking the entrance, like we're in ancient Rome, except with a flat screen TVs. Evenly spaced shrubs flank the path to the house, their foliage pruned into oval shapes. It's impressive. Nice McMansion, Doof says. Dad stops the car. Shall I come in? We're cool, I say quickly. I'll text you when we need a lift home. We wave and hustle into the front door before he changes his mind. No one answers the doorbell. We walk around the side of the house towards the sound of hip-hop. We round the corner and in full view as the pool is shaped and deep blue stream rising from the surface, steam rising from the surface. It looks like half the schools here, including a crowd of Year 10 guys some of them drinking beer. Am I going to have to drink that stuff? Why anyone wants to chug down a drink that smells like fizzy Vegemite? I do not know. If I turn it down, will I be the only one? Summer waves at us, standing in water up to her chest. Her bathers are emerald and they do match her eyes. Hope I get a chance to slip her that compliment. She gets out of the pool and ties a sari over her bathers. Her skin is shiny wet. She stands leaning on one hip with one toe pointed in front of her. Great place, Doof says, looking around. You coming in for a swim, Summer asks me. I shrug. Maybe later. There's a small matter of my pointy breastbone to hide. Ginny sees Nissa and Lulu and heads over to them. Meantime, I can't take my eyes off Summer and she sees me gawking. Like my new bikini, do you, bug? My cheeks burn and I look away as Doof and Summer laugh. Jensen arrives and Summer leaves us, walking down the path by the pool, her bum wiggling from side to side. I'm groaning on the inside and I think she knows it. Doof wolfs down a handful of chips. Don't forget, man, you have to watch Summer. I do every minute of the day. She's a man-eater, always looking for an angle. Don't get sucked in is all I'm saying. There I was thinking I might get married, I say, hiding my hurt. Doof scoffs. She's a user. That's how she is. We watch as she stands a bit too close to Jensen. He barely notices she's there. 
I know Doof's right, but I forgot if I could just chat to her alone, I know I could connect with her in a way that Meathead could never do, but I'm not game to try. A rejection, rejection right now could be fatal. Summer and Jensen head for the spa and I watch as she sits between the year 10 guys who drink beers and joke around. I feel massively out of my depth. Doof rolls his eyes. Time for some real action, stick boy, he says, and he gives me a shove, catapulting me into the water, glasses and all. When I surface all indignant, he's in the water beside me laughing. You idiot, I say, hands across my chest, even though my wet T-shirt, my breastbone sticks out like Everest. Can't take a joke, Doof asks, and then he sees my breastbone, and I can tell he's wondering what he's going on there. I plunge underwater where it's warm and no one's staring. When I come up for air, Doofy's waiting, looking unsure. His eyes are on my chest. What are you staring at, I ask. He frowns and looks away. What you talking about? No one's looking there. There's way better chests around here. There's a splash as Poodle dive bombs us and it sets off a bombing comp. I watch for a minute, wanting to join in, but still reeling from the pain of Summer and Jensen in the spa. And what if people see my chest or my world-class bombing technique draws attention to my freakish body? I learned my bombing technique from Andy the first summer after they built their pool. He showed me how to curl myself tight into a ball for maximum splash. And we terrorised our little sisters for hours in that pool. I watched Poodle and Doof laughing and mucking around. I remember Andy and his goofy grin as he resurfaced from underwater. He won't get to bomb in the pool again, but I can. I refuse to let Marfin stop me living my life. Who cares if summer and people see my personal Everest? This one's for you, Andy. I think as I take a king-sized leap into the water and make a mountainous splash that Andy would have approved of. Ginny and Nissa jump in and join us. And no one seems interested in my breastbone or beer or the bewildering world that is flirty. We bomb and dive and horse around and it is what it is, nothing more. Later, we wrap ourselves in towels trying to get warm. A crowd turns up and I spot Mackenzie in tickets, along with a crowd of Frankston guys. What the hell are they doing here? Doof looks over. Summer wouldn't have invited him, would she? She did post the party on Insta, Nissa says. Holy crap, this could be bad. Doof glances over. You might want to check out the spa, he says to me quietly. Summer is kissing Jensen in the spa. She's fully into the eyes. She's fully into the kiss, eyes closed. But he's looking across at his mate who's laughing. I can't watch and I can't look anywhere else. Better luck next time, Bug, says Doof. This is turning into a total mare of a night. Mackenzie comes over, tugging tickets with her by the elbow. Hey, I can't believe you swam. Isn't it cold? And how did you guys do in your last game? Why don't you ask your boyfriend, Doof says. She rolls her eyes and turns to tickets. You're not still going on with that spying stuff, are you? Huh, I knew tickets was up to something. He ignores her. So, big man tickets, Doof says. How's your team going? Make the finals, you reckon? Tickets rolls his eyes. We'll be there. 
Tickets thinks he's got, he'll get picked up for the state squad, I say. Scouts are coming to the finals. He doesn't care about his team, just about himself. Mackenzie frowns. Shut it, Tickets glares at me. Isn't that right, Doof grins? Is that right, Doof grins? Make sure you're all tucked in nice and neat then. Make a good impression. He reaches for Ticket's tucked in shirt and Ticket swats his hand away. Don't touch me. Ooh, he's getting fired up now, says Doof. Is that true? Don't you care if we win, Mackenzie asks Tickets. Ticket shakes his head. Don't listen to him. Of course I want to win. If you had to choose between winning and the state team, which one would it be, I ask? Tickets hesitates and then says winning. None of us believe him. I don't even think he convinced himself. Kenzie folds her arms. He's under pressure now. I step closer. So I'm in his space, glaring hard at him without blinking. He takes a step back. Quit staring, he growls at me. I step closer again and he's forced to meet my gaze and we're in a full-on staring competition and the first one to blink is out. My gaze says, stay out of my life, you loser. His eyes say, I've got dirt on you. My eyes are killing with the strain, but I'd rather die than blink. Ticket's face goes purple and his eyes are bulging. So does your team know? Ticket says under his breath, staring. I blink furiously and panicky and panicky. Know about what Doof asks? Poodle comes over. I think I've frozen my balls off, literally. He looks at Doof and at me. What's up? Nothing, I say. Ticket smirks. Secrets can't be good for team trust. I can't stand it anymore. Rage fills my body. I suck in deep breaths and struggle to bring myself under control. You know, Ticket's. You're dreaming about the state team. You're not even in the rep side. With your record, what is it again? Four tech fouls? It's never going to happen. Never. Doof laughs. Never heard of anyone making state who's not in rep. He has clearly been listening to my basketball speeches. Ticket stiffens and becomes very still. Then he lunges at me with a roar of anger. And for the second time that night, I'm pushed into the pool. Underwater, I grin to myself. I know how to get to tickets, to lose it. When I surface, I smile and fist bump doof. Mackenzie is yelling at tickets and she storms off and he follows, giving me a backward glance of pure hatred. Ginny appears and looks down at me, lolling in the water. This looks messy. Some creep is following me everywhere. Want to go? I dry off and make a call to Dad. I can't get out of there quick enough. As I'm going to sleep, trying not to think of Summer and Jensen in the spa and what they might be doing now, I remember how he was joking with his mate while she was kissing him. In what universe is it remotely fair that Summer likes him and not me? I would never treat kissing Summer as a laughing matter. I got a message from Tickets. Tickets, you're going to pay. Bug, nice to see you too, big man. I get no response which tells me plenty and I lie there, wondering what Tickets is planning as sleep steals far away into the night, leaving me awake and alone.